Welcome to the Resilient Mindset Podcast, an exciting new podcast by Resilience Queen, Justine Martin. Justine is the owner and founder of the Resilient Mindset, a division of the Justine Martin Corporation. Justine draws on her years of experience and knowledge, consulting with clients to develop and sustain a positive mindset. Focused on igniting your passion, purpose, and power, follow the Resilience Queen each week as she delves into the mind of her guests, exploring fascinating stories and inspiring journeys. Kalina Powell is a young entrepreneur who loves to help people with their personal growth and educate others about the deaf community. Little do people know Kalina is actually a hard-of-hearing person. She became deaf at the age of four. She recently graduated with a psychology degree and is now starting her own online coaching business while launching her new book. Hi, Kalina. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me today. You're welcome. Let's get into it. What does resilience mean to you? Can you repeat that again? Sorry. What does resilience mean to you? Resilience means um, being your own self and being true to yourself no matter what the situation is. Um, But, yeah, that's what resilience means for me. Awesome. What's an adversity you've faced and how did you draw on it to – how did you draw on your own resilience to cope? Um, I would say it's not always easy, especially being a deaf person. Um, There's always challenges that we face when we grow up. And because myself, I became deaf at the age of four, it was very hard to really know who I am, especially being put into two different communities, the deaf community and the hand community. So that was something I had to really learn how to find myself. So for me, honestly, coping, I use really just figure out what is the positive thing to feed to my brain. If it's not something positive, then I'm not going to interfere with it. But it's very hard, but it takes time. Mm, it does take time, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. So what's been your biggest failure to date and what resilience techniques did you use to get back up? To get back up? Oh, goodness. Um, Sometimes I just need a break, one cry day, honestly, and okay. just and cry it all out. And for that one day, I take a break from everything. I'm honestly everything. Like I turn off my phone and really everything just kind of, Sometimes I like to be in my bed for one day, you know, just kind of reflect on everything that's going on and really, you know, and even to a pen and a paper beside me, write things down, draw that, um, writing things down. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's how I really get back up. It's really have that one day to myself. Allow yourself to have that one day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's a, that's a good one. That is. Yeah. And then, so you find that resets you. Yeah, 100%. It really does. Yeah, that's good. Who are your role models in resilience? Um, available? I don't do it consistent as I should be because I'm always on the go, go, go. And that's the one thing about me is, like, I don't know when to take a step back. <laughs> and to really, I true, like, honestly, I'm always busy, but sometimes I don't really take a step back to really resilient. But that's something I'm really working on now, to be really yeah. honest. Yeah. So do you have someone that's a role model in your life for resilience? Um, yes. Uh, my grandmother, uh, unfortunately, she passed away three or four years ago now. So she was the one that actually 
um, give me that strength, especially teaching me what's important in life versus the external things in, in the world. And yeah. that was something I had struggled with since she passed um, because I didn't, she was like my buddy beside me all the time, making sure like, okay, Kalina, you need to do this. You need to do this. Okay, stop, stop. Like she was all that person. I guess because she's old fashioned. I think back in the day when when our parents were growing up, they were always old fashioned. They always do the things old ways, versus right, the new ways now with with the technology. It's yeah. Interesting. So yeah, so my grandma was definitely my role model for it. What are your passions in life? My passion in life is really inspiring other people to uplift themselves and also help people achieve their goals. Awesome. Um, how do you deal with setbacks in your own life? Honestly, I don't really take it very well like I used to. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, honest, I used to be like that type of person, like, okay, yeah, whatever happened, move on. But recently now I'm just like, okay, that's not good. That's bad. Like you just need to really take a step back and just really think about it. But for me, honestly, I just always make sure that twice a month I treat myself. I always do, no matter what it is. I go get my nails done or get my hair done or whatever. Mm -hmm. I make sure that I reflect those and make sure my health comfort, especially my mental health. Yeah, that's good. You know, that's really good self-care there as well. And a lot of people feel guilty when they uh, try and incorporate self-care into their lives, and they shouldn't because, you know, you need to look after the number one person in your life, which is yourself, and then you can look after other people. Okay, so um, tell me about a time when you had to deal with a major crisis. I think we've frozen there for a minute. Yeah, we did. All right, tell me about a time when you had to deal with a major crisis. A major crisis. I haven't faced that for a really long time. I would say when I was in high school with that time when um, when a guiding counselor actually did not approve my, um, I would say my next step in life in terms of putting my grade in. And that was my major thing because she never thought I could do it. So she actually lied, quote, lied to me saying that she forgot to put my grade in for post-secondary. Yeah. And that was a big major moment for me that I ever had in my life mm. where I I doubted myself because of her. And she's like, oh, oops, I forgot. How do you? And then I was like, honestly, that was something that I was just in a crisis. Like, like I was just having, like, my moment, you know. It took me, like, a week to come up. And, you know, having everybody talking to me, like, Lena, it's okay. Like, you can prove her wrong. It was, it was not that. It's the fact that, like, you just fail me. And you're basically telling me I fail myself. I don't mm-hmm. have path. I don't have a, a goal that I wanted to achieve. Had a guiding counselor, like come on. And that was something I faced a lot. And it was very emotional week for me to really rewrap everything and reapply for college or university again the following year. That's what frustrated mm-hmm. me because I was like, you just ruined my career. And that was one of my most crises ever. I had something similar happen to me at the end of high school over here and I was given the wrong careers advice. Um, I was applying to go to university to do music, 
and my careers advisor stuffed up the whole application process and said that he hadn't done something when he had and um, he should have done something when he didn't and it cost me a year of my life as well and yeah. frustrating, cried and, um, yeah, I finally went on to do music but, um, yeah, there was a whole year that it's like, well, now what do I do with myself? And, you know, through not through my fault but someone else's. So, yeah, very, very frustrating uh, with that. So um, what are some of the things that you do to practice self-care and personal wellness? So you said you get your fingernails done and you get your hair done. Um, yeah. So do I. Anything else you get to, um, Kalina, to, for self-care? Um, honestly, I, I always spend time with my friends. Honestly, I love spending yeah. time with my friends, you know, and family. Um, I really try to make it as a priority to spend time with my family every single weekend. Um, so that yep. way I am following up what's going on, you know. I remember before I used to work three, four jobs, and that was exhausting. I was not seeing my family for like a month, and it was really depressing because you didn't have fun, you know, in between, you know. I was not mm-hmm. able to balance family, work, and personal life. It was very yeah. And I feel like that's the number one important thing for me for self-care, really learn how to balance with everything in life because that is super important. That's the only way that... You can improve yourself, especially mental health-wise. So. Mm, most definitely there. Um, what's a favourite movie that features a person's inner strength to get back up? I don't have a favourite movie for that, but I do have a favourite show that kind of affects yeah. it. Um, it's called Swish at Birth. Um, so yeah. that, it's about a deaf person. Um, who is actually like myself, who is deaf, but she also speaks. And she also fit into both uh, community, the hearing and the deaf community. And um, she really talks about like her mental health and like the way how she is and the setbacks that she's been through, exactly what I've been through. So that is definitely my favorite show. Like, definitely talk about that. Very relatable to you then. Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, my God, this is my life. <laughs> one story. But, yeah. <laughs> um, what's a quote that you live by? The poem? What's the a poem? quote? Quote that you live by? Um, I go by um, Maya Angelou. It, it was, what was it? I don't remember what it's called, but it's something with, um, it goes something like, um, Oh, God. My grandma always told me this, and I'm always asking her, like, what is this poem? Like, what is this called poem? I don't even know. But I, if I have if I have to find it, I would definitely find it. But something goes, like, yeah. uh, something rock, or I don't remember, but something by Maya Angelou. All right, cool. Maybe you can um, email that to me, and we can put it in the bio. Okay, definitely. Yeah, cool. That would be great. What's a job or position that you have loved the best and why? The job position? Um, hmm. I would say life coach uh, yeah. because I am my life coach myself right now. But, however, there's more stories to it because when I was growing up, I never had anyone that looks like me. And it's very hard to find someone who is a disability in a professional field. And for me, when I was growing up, hmm. I couldn't relate to a hand person and she could not give me the feedback that I was hoping to get for a deaf person. 
So that's why I would say life coach would be something for me for career life. Awesome. Have you faced a time when you've just been in survival mode? Uh, oh, God. Survival mode is every day for me, honestly. Um, I would say covert. Uh, so yeah. someone who is deaf, um, the math would be hard for us to communicate mm-hmm. because a lot of the deaf person are lip reader. And yeah. for myself, as a lip reader, it was very difficult to have a communication. Simply by going to the store, for example, right? Hearing the tonal mm-hmm. of your build were difficult for me to understand and that was my survival mood honestly covid i think covid is for most people but for me personally it really like a survival mode like i had to figure out how to talk to someone with the mask on and mm. it hasn't been easy at all i sometimes avoid going outside or i bring a family members with me or i'm a little sister so you worked out um how to cope through that by taking someone with you yeah which is which is good, but it's also frustrating because you're losing some of your independence at the same time. Would that be correct? Yeah. Yeah. Are you guys having to still wear masks over there when you go out? No. Yeah, now it's like back to normal now. Thank you. Yeah. Can get back same here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, what guides you to find purpose and direction? Oh, okay. So for me, there's so many ways or uh, stories that happen to guide me to this direction. I would say, honestly, there are two stories. So the first story was um, I was working and a little boy approached me. My hair was in a ponytail. I didn't even realize my hair was showing, to be honest. And he's like, Miss, Miss, like, I'm deaf too. Look at my hearing aid. And it was so cute. And we had a great conversation because my hearing aid was pink at the time. And you could see it. And um, and we had a small conversation. His mom came to me and she was like full of joy. And I was confused because I'm like, why is she like so happy? And she's like, no, like I'm trying to explain to my son that he is normal. There's nothing wrong with him. Like he can interact with other kids that are hearing and also who are deaf. Mm-hmm. And, like, and I thought to myself, this is so true because I suffered like that too when I was growing up with, to be like everybody else. And mm-hmm. she said to me, you're going to make a change in the world by simply doing that. You just showed my son a lot of confidence. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I realized that, you know, and then she said, you're going to change the world. I don't know what you will do, but <laughs> you will change it. And I'm like, oh, my God, okay. So and I thought about it, honestly. And then until I finished up my last year of university, I actually met a professor who was also deaf. And it was just crazy because we were talking about you know, what it's like to be deaf in the professional field. Mm-hmm. And he gave me really good advice telling me to, no matter what career you succeed or want to do, you have to keep going because you never know who's watching you, right? You just never That's know right. who support your boy. You don't know. And I feel like with that go-to story, they really helped me to keep moving forward in the future. Oh, that's a wonderful story. Well done, you. I can't wait to see what big things you're going to do in the world. <laughs> I'm about to say, oh, I interviewed her. <laughs> Tell me about the three most influential people in your life and how they impacted you. Um, I, there's so many people impacted me in my life. I know for sure my mom, my grandma, and my aunt impacted me very much. Um, they are, I would say out of a lot of people, obviously family, 
but you know also my friends because they're my crazy one to be honest um they're the one that always think can i do it do it do it you know you know when you have those friends are very energetic and they think about something out of the blue and you're like where did you get this idea from yeah so i would say that you know i swear everybody come up with ideas especially my family my friends for me and i'm just like where do you come up with that but i would say everybody's inspired me definitely because they really taught me that nothing is wrong with me and i can still be normal as i am Mm. you are normal (laughs) thank you (laughs) i know what it's like to live with a disability so it's it can be extremely frustrating at times especially when we look normal yeah and um people don't realize that there's actually something wrong if you could go back and give your 18-year-old self one piece of advice, what would it be? Now, that's probably not too far away for you, unlike some of my other guests that I interviewed and myself included. I don't even remember what it was like to be 18, actually. It's been so long ago. Anyway, let's throw that question to you. <laughs> for me, I would say um, my advice for 10 years old, honestly, I was 10 years old not too long ago, but I would say that... 18-year-old was what I said, 18. I'm 25, so I'm 25, so it's not that Yeah, long. so it's not that long ago. <laughs> I would say my advice is it's okay not to be okay. Um, yeah. Everybody will treat you different, but it doesn't mean you can't get back up. Hmm. And, you know, to me, it's like not every day is going to be a good day, but that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it's okay to sit in sadness for a period of time. Yeah. So if something's making you sad, that's okay uh, to do that. It is okay to feel sad. We are meant to feel sad from time to time, and that's okay. So like with you, Kalina, when you have your one sad day, that's okay. I have that one sad day. Allow yourself the permission to do that um, because you know the next day is going to be a better day. It's when when every day is a sad day that that's when we have problems and that's where there are, that's where there is help out there for people that every day is a sad day. Um, Okay, some quirky questions here. If you won $10 million tomorrow, what would you spend it on? Oh. $10 $10 million. Oh, my God. I love this question. Okay, so that's a lot of money. <laughs> but <laughs> I personally would do, first thing is donate. I would say 10% of the money, donate to a lot of nonprofit organizations, to the deaf organization. Yeah. And the second thing is invest in real estate. Uh, just because, you know, my family do own a real estate company, so I love that. Um. And also, too, with the real estate, I would actually do is develop a lot of housing um, mm-hmm. available for people who have disabilities because it's very difficult for a lot of people who have a disability to get access to a lot of housing with the government because yeah. of the waiting list, right? So I would love to offer my real estate with the government. And third thing is definitely buy myself a nice big house mansion mm-hmm. and car rent over. But if I do have kids... Um, but thank God, you said tomorrow, so tomorrow's a different story. But I don't have kids, so I think I would spend the money on recently stocks, stocks, and just really, yeah. And also, too, like, open a new company or a new company, find a new company 
something that's mm. related to the deaf community and chummed up maybe creating an app for people in the Ditbo community so that they can make friends, right? A lot of people can't meet friends because they don't know where to start. So I would love to yeah. create an app for people who have a disability to make friends. Oh, some wonderful things there. You are going to change the world one day. <laughs> if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? Mm-hmm. Be cool. Oh, not in the cold. Not in the cold. That's number one. <laughs> I would say definitely. I think honestly, I would say Costa Rica. Oh, nice. I haven't been there, but I um, have seen pictures of it. Oh, Costa Rica. What was? Is it? What was your favorite subject in school? Oh, I did not have any favorite subject in school. All the teachers. <laughs> Rude. They were so rude to me. I, I, the point where I could not even enjoy the course. So I'm so sorry, guys. But I would choose one because of my personality. I would say drama class because I love the acting and coming up with scripts. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Mine was lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <Lovely>. kidding you. <laughs> no, mine would have been music in high school. Most definitely. <laughs> Now I'm not doing anything to do with music, but yeah, back then it was music. What a what's a book you can recommend to my audience and why? A book. Oh, I would say a book by me, which is called Every Day I Am Just Deaf. It's an amazing book for you to understand what it's like to be deaf. To give you a different uh, a different reading because I know mm. a lot of people would read finance book or education yep. book. But for my book, honestly, it's going to blow your mind how a deaf person lives in a hearing world. You're going to be like, oh, my God, this is how a deaf person lives. It will give you a different expressive way of what it's like to be deaf in a hearing world. And by the way, the book is poetry, so who would not love poems? (laughs) And you wrote it yourself? Yes, I did. And where is it available to purchase? Uh, Everybody can purchase it on Amazon. So uh, easy access. Everybody should get it. Go click on Amazon and type in Clean Up Powell and it will show up. And we'll put that in um, your bio as well, that we will, uh, so people can um, access it through there. What's a movie you'd recommend to my audience and why? A movie? Uh, I watch a lot of movies, you guys. Okay, this will be a tricky one. Hmm. Uh a movie I don't even know, but my favorite movie I could say recommend for a lot of people to watch is called, what's it called again? Bring It On, Fight It to the Finish. It's just a funny show. It's like a bunch of cheerleaders. It's a yeah. cheerleader movie, honestly. But it's yeah. Actually- cool. I have to watch that one. <laughs> um, what's one question you'd wish I'd asked you and how would you have answered it? Repeat that again kind of broke. what's one question you wish i'd asked you and how would you have answered it um i think one question i would ask would be did all deaf people do asl no not all deaf people know how to do asl i don't know i get that question a lot and people say do all deaf people do asl but you speak kalina and however i always tell people that everybody scenario is very different not Everybody who is deaf or hard of hearing knows ASL. So please be mindful and cautious how you ask someone if they know something else and you're like, what? So, yeah. So ASL, for for the listeners, is sign language? 
Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, um, uh, confirming that because some people will be going, Oh, what's that? Um, ASL. So yeah, sign language, uh, for those that are sitting there scratching their head saying what, um, okay. Some quirky questions now, pineapple on pizza. Yes or no. Repeat that again before I said yes or not. Pineapple or on pizza? I'll say pineapple. Yeah, you eat pineapple on pizza? Yeah. yeah, cool. Tea, coffee, hot chocolate, or wine? Oh, God, that's so hard. Okay. Uh... Mm-hmm. This is so hard, you guys. <laughs> I'm you can pick more than one. You can pick more than one. Hot chocolate and wine. There you go. (laughs) Red or white wine? I like white wine. Ah, cool. Um, What's your favorite food? Pasta. Yeah, what kind of pasta? I like spaghetti with the meatballs. Oh, meatball spaghetti. Okay. Um, What's another quirky one? What's your favorite music? My favorite movie, you said? Uh, Movie, yeah. Um, for me, my favorite, I have so many favorite movies. Um, I love the what's that movie called? It's one with Beyonce in it. Ah, um, yep. I know which uh, one you mean. Yeah, that one. Yeah. That one. Yeah. And good. And what's your favorite music? Music is definitely, um, Afrobeat and reggae. Yeah. Cool. And my last funny question, does the toilet roll go forwards or backwards? Backwards? There's no right and wrong answer. Yeah. <laughs> you prefer backwards? Someone the other day referred to it um, when I asked them a question that um, backwards is a mullet, forwards is a beard. <laughs> so I went, oh, okay, haven't heard that one before. Oh, I did backwards, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, uh, where can my listeners find you online? Definitely find me on Instagram, which is Jeff Queen Boss. And I do have a website for those who are interested in exploring and looking who I really am. You can definitely click on my website, which is KalinaEmpowerment.com. And we will put those in the bio as well. Well, thank you, Kalina, for your time today. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on the Resilience Mindset Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. And remember, listeners, until next time, stay resilient. With over 11 years public speaking expertise, Justine thrives on delivering a powerful and empowering keynote to audiences of all sizes. From a packed room of 500 people to an intimate gathering of 50 people, Justine will command the room with her inspiring journey and engaging antidotes. Email hello at justinemartin.com.au to book Justine for your next event. We hope you enjoyed the Resilience Mindset Podcast. Remember to subscribe to the podcast to get your weekly fix listening to Resilience Queen Justine Martin. Follow Justine on social media at Resilience Mindset or log on to justinemartin.com.au. And until next time, remember... Life doesn't get easier or more forgiving. We get stronger and more resilient.